okay. We in there. Okay, so what's up, Draco? Hi. Um, I feel like I've been putting together furniture for a month. You know what? I was about to order a TV stand today, and I was like, mm, maybe I'll just mount it just because I don't want to put no furniture together. Mm-hmm. Best decision, because realistically, this putting the um, furniture together is for the birds. So I I said, well... I don't know if I told you, but the dress I wanted um, from Ikea was not going to be back in stock until, like, December 20th. Randomly checked the website yesterday. They had four of them. Let I me said, tell you something about Ikea. You can <clears throat> sign up for in-stock alerts, and they're going to be like, what in-stock alert? They won't even tell you. You just yeah. got to you gotta just keep checking. So did you go get it? I stood in that line. It was like I was getting Jordans. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I did that. Like, Ikea be like this in the morning. It do. I wanted this um this mirror real bad, and I had one out there like an hour before it opened. And what's funny is people, you know, I was well, I used to work there, as some people may or may not know, but you know, people when they want stuff, they go into the store and they actually walk through the sales floor and all that. I go straight to the self service, the little warehouse part, and get mm-hmm. what I want. Them people, I was like, I hope anybody in this line want this. And mind you, I wasn't even in the front of the line. I was like maybe in the middle, and I got one of the like eighteen mirrors in. Everybody else is still walking through the store. Y'all crazy. I think I'm finna walk all the way through there to get something that's right here by the entrance. Yeah, I went and grabbed the dresser and I grabbed a little plant stand and walked to the front. I probably was the second person to check out for today. <laughs> so, you sound like you came in out with the product you was looking for. Yeah, I already knew, I knew what Isla was on and everything. So I went right to it. And now they make you sign like a waiver on, they have a person standing on the aisle. Uh-huh. You have to sign a waiver saying that, um, you're going to mount your dresser or whatever to the wall. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, because um, I think there was a health hazard, like a recall that happened for people that didn't um, mount it. My mirror actually is supposed to be mounted, but I didn't have to sign a waiver, and I'm not going to mount it because it's... I can't wait to find a mirror. But anywho, enough about furniture. So how your week been going? Very busy per usual. You know the vibes. Um, I've just been working, spending money, working, spending money. I literally spent so much money listening. That's how it be when you move in, man. That junk is the worst. But I've been spending money on stuff that I don't need to. I'm going to Mexico next month, so I've been buying, like, some vacation How are you going to go to Mexico? You ain't got no passport. You're right. <laughs> um, but my job is is freaking on top of these COVID tests like crazy. So I definitely have to be extra care- careful just because I don't want to be the reason why we should have to shut down production because that happened on Housewives. One of the um, production members had got COVID. Oh, hi, Terry. Hi. How y'all doing? We good or whatever. We just catching up. We um, we're just talking. Draco was telling us about how he um. You said Housewives had to shut down production. Yeah, Housewives had to shut down production because of um. Because one of the the crew members, so not actually somebody who's on the show, one of the crew members got COVID, and they exposed it to some of the castmates or what, as well as their coworkers, and they had to shut down production. Mm. I don't want to do that, yeah. so I've been like, you know, I have been going out out of the house, but recently I'm I'm just like honestly, I'm not doing nothing that's like too too much. Um, I went to my friend's little birthday party the other night. They were trying to. I go to Allure afterwards. I was like, that's gonna be much for me. So yeah. I understand. Yeah. 
So I've been trying to chill, but they've been um they've been only they they actually been sending um a nurse to everybody's house. So I had a nurse come over this morning really? to the house. What's she do? do? Yeah. To give you a test? Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. They, I know I said this is real bougie. They had they literally had the nurse come to my house this morning to give me a COVID test. Like I had to fill out everything um from like a no no touch app. I had to do it from my like scan it from my phone do it from my phone and then she had um the little swab her swab was really tiny it was like like a toothpick that's how skinny it was and she only did one nostril because she said she got a little piece of snot she was like oh that's all i need right there man i actually one of my nurse friends was saying that um a lot of people that have been getting tested the tester has been testing them wrong which is why a lot of people getting these like weird test results like what happened with erica badu but you know, it's just oh, yeah. That's why I'm just just stay in the house. You ain't got a, no questions to ask, Hannah. I ain't got to. Yeah. But um, so we have a guest this week. You want to introduce her, Draco? Yes. Okay. So um, our guest this week is Terry Watson. Terry is a Atlanta-based makeup artist, but she's also um, I don't know if we would call you a um makeup entrepreneur. Like, what what is your title? What do you go by besides um, makeup artist? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, girl. Um, okay, so I guess I classify myself as obviously a makeup artist. Uh, I guess an influencer and also an educator. Yeah, definitely an educator. Definitely an educator. Definitely an educator. I'm not really into my influencer bag completely. Yeah. I got some influence. Heard you. <laughs> well, how, do you how do you know if you win the bag or not? Well, nobody's paying me to influence. Okay, true. That's when, that's when you when you go in the bag and you get the wallet out. <laughs> I'm not even wallet out right now. So I'm I'm just I just got a bag on me. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing in the bag. It's just peppermint at the bottom. Period. Oh, what kind of peppermint is that? Is it the, the ball kind or is it the one like a pinwheel? Oh, the pinwheel always. Okay, I don't like the ones that melt in your mouth. Ooh, I'd be like, hold I on. I love those. It's giving chalk. It's literally giving. Yeah. Ch- it's giving. Have y'all ever chewed gum to the weird turn into a liquid? Oh, you just what? chewing a trampoline at that point. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I never forget when that happened to me. I'm literally was in PE in high school, and I'm like, "What? Am I sick? I'm like foaming off in the mouth." It was my chewing gum. <laughs> I-, I was like, I-, I wanted, I wanted to bring Terry on the show because Terry, in a short amount of time, has like gained a lot of social media recognition um just because of her marketing skills and her talent of course but she her marketing is her marketing for the beauty industry is just like unmatched like I feel like I ain't seen nobody do a glow up like that ever. right I remember when like, you was our black business of the week and you was just like a couple thousand followers no literally literally she no for real for real she legit gained. and that was this year wasn't yes. it was this year <laughs> like maybe what two months ago? It had to I, was be. At, I was at 5K. No, I was at 5K in October. Yes. I was maybe no October last year. Okay. So I I maybe hit 7K like hey, stop it. I maybe hit like 7K around like June. Okay. And I'm at 16. That's what I'm saying. I've been at 2,000 for like since Instagram started. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I actually got most of my followers when Instagram became Android and iPhone. (laughs) Because I I remember the day I was at Piedmont Park and I hit my first thousand. I'm like, oh, look at me. 
right. Hold on now. But um, okay, cool. So our first segment, uh, first things first, we do a pop culture segment called Shop Talk. Um, then we do tweets from the streets, which is where we pick a um something that a communicate a conversation from Twitter or some kind of tweet that had people um you know in an uproar yeah. maybe. And then we also have a Black Business of the Week segment where we have a guest though. We want the guest to give a Black business to share with our listeners. So you have to do that part until the end. But if you could think of a Black business that you would like to um, we already here. Boom! I, had, I already told her about it, so she. I, I told would say her less. Thing. I'm prepared. Say even yeah. lesser. Drive a compressor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So what you on? Uh, you guys want to have a shop talk? I got one thing, two things. I don't. This isn't really a shop talk topic, but Megan Thee Stallion is having a really good week this week, and I just want to shout her out because I am a fan. But um, her album dropped. She got nominated for I think two or three Grammys today. Um. Yeah, her video for Body is lifting off the internet, taking off. So yeah, um, shout out to Megan Thee You know, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that don't really listen to her though. You know what I'm saying? That that can't really get into it. Yeah, I'm one of them. But um, yeah, um, it's not for me. I try. I have listened to every project she's ever dropped, and I can't. It's not for me. Yeah. I think she's cool though, and I don't. I don't think she's not talented. I just don't like her music like that. And yeah. when I do like a song of hers, it's because the radio has played it countless times, and social media has done TikTok challenges. Well, my my shop talk is a pet peeve. I'm really, a, I really, you know, I know it ain't none of my business, but when celebrities are outed as potentially being pregnant, they always deny it. Okay. And then next thing you know, they actually pregnant. Summer Walker being one of those people. And it's just so funny to me that she was doing all that, talking about the stuff she was talking early in the year about like people, how they need to feed their children off 10 cents a day by having a pair and, oh, you pick your baby daddy and blah, blah, blah. And then boom, you pregnant. You right. just said you wasn't after we seen your belly looking like a teardrop. Right. Um, <laughs> You know, I obviously have a baby off of who you want to have a baby off of, but she has really annoyed me since the um, inception of her career. I also inception. Also very talented. Um, also very pretty. Um, I do like her music. I, I legit do, but I just she just annoys me a lot. Like I know she made a video the other day talking about people who like sneak pictures of her, which I do think is rude. But I also can understand why people would do that because they probably number one too nervous to come up to you. Number two, it's a pandemic. Um, number three, they just want proof that they saw you somewhere, right? And I think that's something that comes with the lifestyle of being a celebrity. But she'll say something like, "Guys." you can ask for a photo like it's okay don't sneak but i'm like girl when they did that you called them weird right and that ain't weird for not asking she just annoys me with that so you know aside from that i just want i want the industry whoever the um illuminati gatekeepers are to revoke access to celebrity (laughs) accounts and then i'll be okay right alicia why are you like this they just annoy me. It's like, it's like, I miss the times where we be shocked to see the personality of an artist. Like why? Yeah, I really would. It's, it's Instagram's fault because I think that Instagram is like very invasive and um, we've become a, a, a society that's just like requires for to share the mo- for the most part. Like even Beyonce was like the most private person and she's come out of that shell um, because of social media. Ish. And that's it. Yeah, we still don't know a lot about her life, but she definitely expresses more than she did before. And um, I feel like that actually ruins people's careers because I think the problem that we had before, well, not the problem, but um, 
the thing about it before is because artists that we used to like, we never really knew what they were like behind the scenes. So they could be assholes and they could be this type of person or that, but we would never know it because it was never shown. So now that they have so much easy access to, um, you know, their fans and people that listen to music and stuff like that, and they just upload and whatever they want, they could just do it from their home. Yeah, and that's why I element of surprise because nowadays obviously if somebody's problematic you want to make sure you're not supporting them but it's to the point where everybody's problematic now what the heck i'm supposed to do you know what i'm saying it's like when you work like for at least for me when i have co-workers and i think they're cool and i later on find out that they're like trump supporters i was better off not knowing that because i actually liked you while we was coming to work and now i gotta be weird around you because i'm now i'm curious about how you really feel about me i like the facade let's just keep it that way yeah i think we all do and I think it makes it worse because, like, I liked your music. Exactly. So it, puts, it puts a barrier between me liking your music and really not liking you because of how you think. Because you think and you talk too much. Exactly. You think too much and you talk too much. Like, yes. dang. Like, why? You know what I'm saying? I guess some celebrities from, like, my childhood that we're just now hearing stuff about. You know, like, people like Quincy yes. Jones who spilling tea from stuff that happened decades ago. You know, even though that is their private business, I just feel like it kind of, not that we should protect their legacy, but it does kind of tarnish it because it's like, I did not want to know that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're... I, Okay, so I do agree where social media is invasive, but I feel like even for me, like I've found the perfect balance between a like social media page for myself and for my business. Like people don't know much about me. They just know that I'm a makeup artist. I'm goofy. And the, like the stuff on the surface, like they don't know. Yeah, people are still I, responsible it, for what they put out. You can't just blame Right, exactly. And yeah. I feel like that responsibility um is not taken, especially like when it comes to like, I feel like social media puts celebrities in a role model kind of platform Mm -hmm. out the gate just because of this massive following. Mm -hmm. Um, But obviously like even Lil Wayne, when social media wasn't even a thing was like, you know, I have no responsibility for your kids. Mm -hmm. Cardi B has- He doesn't. Nobody does, but but you- But But you do. You do, yeah. You, you, yeah, you, you still, still are now a leader. You know what I mean? You're hyper visible. Right. And I say all the time on this podcast that we give these influencers and celebrities too much power. We do, but it is natural because you have the everybody sees you right now. And now you what you do excites me and I might do it too. And you know, especially when you think about the youth and things like that who don't even want to listen to their parents. So of course they're gonna listen to the cool guy who throwing money in the parking lot at Lenny's Mall. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Uh, and so another thing I want to talk about in Shop Talk was um, your boy Future. And I have a question for y'all. Okay, so Future right now is dating Des Dior, who is Jada's friend, best friend. Uh, mm-hmm. She's also a rapper. And, you know, I like that. She's a cute girl. You know what I'm saying? She's I love really that. young for Future. But she is grown. She's over 21. But my question to y'all, keep it real. If Future wanted to holler at y'all, would y'all go for it? Absolutely. <laughs> uh <laughs> I would be a I would be a bold faced liar if I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, I got morals, I respect myself, this and that. Future is a multi million dollar rapper. He is attractive as hell. Um, mm. Okay, yeah, you're not. I mean, money make you attractive in some cases. He's he, he girl, please. He been attractive now. Don't do him. Okay, all I'm saying is they used to put his picture next to that thing from Men in Black. And was lying, but anyway. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> 
future fire. So, you know, realistically, like, he's a he's an attractive man. Like, there's no doubt in my mind if he approached me on any type of, I, I'm saying yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying now? Obviously, he has a, a problem with using protection. Um, so that will probably be where we draw the line, you know. He can't get you pregnant. <laughs> I mean, uh, so but even safe. still, even still, that I mean. Oh, you mean for like STDs and stuff like that? Yeah, in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, there's no doubt in my mind that he pro- that he could possibly have HPV. This man done slept with so many people raw. <laughs> that I'm just like, wow, this is really. It bothers me, and I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying that like regular everyday people don't do stuff like that either. But I think just because it's known, and he has so many kids and potential kids, and people that have stories about him, and he obviously just doesn't use protection. That worries me. Yeah, especially in the pandemic. Uh, so, yeah. Terry, what the move is? Um, what what is the move supposed to be? <laughs> if Terry, if if Future wanted to holler at you, what uh, is the time of day? Um. Don't lie. I'm I'm no liar. So it's not future for me. Okay, you can on the other hand. Hey, 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 hey. Hold on, he got just as many kids. He got just as many kids, child. Show me a good time, okay? <laughs> I feel like um I would I'm always turned off by a man having kids. I don't care if you got a possible. I don't care. I don't care if you got somebody pregnant. I remember. I mean, I, let me not say that. I don't. I never, ever, ever wanted to date a, ki- a dude with kids ever. And I think that Future is more infamous because of his kids and less about his looks and what he's doing for these women. But I do think that. Um, and I, I always like whenever I know a girl that talks to a dude that have a lot of girl, a lot of kids, or just have a lot going on, like be jumping from girl to girl. I think they be wanting to know, like, okay, what's the hype about? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like Future, he having his way. M- music been a little trash lately, but he still is the, a cool guy, I guess you could say. And he still, he is very low key. We really only know what he do when he get called out by these women that he mess with. Yeah. So it's a no for me, but um, but. I know a lot of people who be trashing him. I'm like, you know, God darn well. He put, he give you an AP. You ain't belong to the streets no more. I think my thing about it is y'all, I'm not saying y'all as in y'all too, but I'm just saying in general, like women be dealing with some of the most dog ass niggas that do some of the, and they don't have half as no much money, money or you know, <laughs> nothing. They can't do nothing for you. Yeah. Um, and y'all deal with that. So what's the difference? I'd rather somebody do me wrong and, and be able to pay my rent up for the year. I mean, ain't he the one that's, that says you're going to cry in the, um, whatever. That was Young Thug. Oh, that was Thug. Oh, oh, it sure was. Yeah, I'm not with it. I just, I don't, he don't seem very respectful. If he, if you just seem like the type, he can't have his way. Now he dogging you. Like he called his baby mama ugly. Like that girl's not ugly. <laughs> well, I'm. I, I mean, listen, Des Dior. She young. She she uh has a a rap career that she just started. So I mean, this is this could probably help her. She just need to be careful because it could it could mess her up too. I know, right? Birth control, huh? Yeah. So that's all I got for shop talk. Okay. <laughs> that's really tweets from the streets too. That's why. I saw the, oh, you. Okay, you. It was something I saw on Twitter. Let me see. I always be forgetting when it's time. I, I need to start saving it. So I, also, um, I, I, well, it's not sweets from the streets, but let me just say that um, when people when they be trolling, I know this is so not funny, but when they be trolling Miss Juicy, oh my god, on her live, 
What they be saying? So somebody started a rumor, like as a joke, saying that Juicy was gay. And so she was Miss Juicy. So she, they got on her live and they was like, oh, I heard you uh, that you're gay. So she cut the music out in the car. She said, what? She said, I'm not gay. She said, where did y'all get that? She said, I don't have nothing against gays. I love gays. I have gay friends and stuff, but I'm not a lesbian. I'm not gay. I'm not a lesbian. She said, where did y'all get that from? So now, that, like that video had went viral. So every time she get on live, they literally put rainbows in her oh live. They, they, they be they be saying like uh, <laughs> they, be put, they be put uh love wins in her live like they be put all type of stuff <laughs> in her comments. And so she be like, I know that, and she always get offended every time. She know they coming. She be like. I'm not listening to y'all. I know I'm not gay. I know that I'm not a lesbian, but you know what? I'm going to keep continuing. I'm going to ignore these trolls because that's how y'all are trolls. You know, it be like kids that be teaming up on these little on these little Anon-esque page and they be planning to like like stampede people's lives. One time City Girls was live and they was putting some wild stuff like we're coming for you and lock the door and they was like, I'm finna get off of here. But I had like went down this rabbit hole and it's like basically these little TikTokers. And it's funny because TikTokers is now being like referenced to like an age group, but they basically be planning it. They just be planning. They all have the same profile picture. It'd be that picture of the little demonic um, icon and they just be writing crazy stuff. <laughs> People crazy. I don't understand. I, I was not a troll as a child. I don't understand where this come from. We have the access to be a troll. Right. Oh, yes, we did. MySpace, it was some troll. They used to troll on people boosting all the time. I just didn't do it. MySpace was a place of love. Okay? I got forgot to some arguments on MySpace. I can't even lie. Huh? I got into arguments on MySpace for show, so I can't. Yeah, they used to troll on the bulletins all the time, but you know what's so crazy? It's a rapper out now. Um, and me and her are actually friends. I remember seeing her on the bulletins, mind you, I used to always be like, what is All-American? All-American was a skating ring in Stone Mountain. Mm-hmm. And she used to perform at All-American every weekend. And long and behold, she a whole, she a whole rapper now. It's crazy. You gonna share her name? Oh, Selma. Selma Slims. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Doesn't <laughs> ring a bell, but I'll look into Miss Selma. Selma. I posted her on my um story yesterday on Instagram. I just be tapping through your stories. I don't actually look at them. Ah, get me out of here. <laughs> I'm just like, listen. That's the least. That's the listen. You don't even bad. know. You having your way. All right. So let is let is let's get into today's main topic with the girl Terry or whatever. Hmm. So Alicia, okay. Huh? I'm here for it. So Terry, why don't you start? Well, you we already kind of like introduce yourself or whatever, but. Why don't you give everybody insight on what exactly it is that you do besides makeup? So besides makeup, I am an educator first. Well, so I love social media. I love all things makeup. And those are the two things that I teach. So I um, educate students on how to navigate, navigate the social media world, specifically Instagram I don't know much about Facebook and I do dabble in Twitter, but obviously that's dabble. <laughs> no, but you had recently went viral on Twitter. That's why I said that like a few times. Like it's almost to the point now where like mostly all your posts go viral. 
Well, so here's the thing. Um, I had never used Twitter as like a an like a outlet, I guess, or like a platform for um my makeup. Like Twitter is where I'm gonna play games. I'm going to talk shit. Talk, I'm gonna talk about penises. I'm gonna talk I'm gonna talk about everything because like Twitter is my free space. Yeah. Um but then literally on a late night, I posted a video and was like, bitch, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and I woke up that morning and it had a million views. So it was, it wasn't even like, I don't plan Twitter. I don't plan Instagram content, but specifically Twitter. I'm just like, let me post something. You know, I went viral one time on Twitter and it had a, mil- a million views too. And I was like, of this? Of this, right. <laughs> right. And then, you know, what's funny is like, the, the one post that did go viral um, that I, that like Jackie Ina seen and Iris Baylin, um, just the makeup girls that I, you know, I fangirled over for literally since I was in high school. Um, that post was literally just me patting the brush on a model's face for four seconds. And I showed it to my dad and he was like, okay, so what? I don't get it. And I'm yeah. like, my nigga, I don't get it either. <laughs> I don't know either. That's the thing. So, um, but yeah, so I educate on um, how to navigate the, Instagram, basically. Right, and and so more so than Insta, more than just Instagram, is just being confident in the digital world because at the end of the day, like we um we want to be on social media but it gets frustrating because we are unsure of ourselves and unsure of the work that we put out in the moment that you break that barrier you are successful and i i am saying this from experience so um that is what i teach i also teach um beauty professionals or well, specifically makeup artists um like how i do makeup and that's really what i do let me ask you before before you went up on this um this elevator that you've gone on since last October, what were you doing with your Instagram? The same thing. So okay, um, I one of the main things that I talk about is nurturing your current audience, um, because basically what happens is you want more. Say you want more followers, right? But your current audience do not receive any new information. They don't receive any love. You don't respond to any of their comments, any of their DMs. And a lot of times people find people from people. So Mm -hmm. the moment that you're more interactive on your current account with your current audience is when they're, you know, you might hit a tipping point, which is what I feel like happened to me, um, where I have been doing the same thing over and over again consistently. And it was only literally a matter of time and opportunity to where those two things met up and my social media following kind of shot up i mean like literally i don't know where it's crazy so i i know i do know that um one of your tactics of teaching which i actually downloaded a few um i want to say was it last year i downloaded you had an ebook Mm -hmm. that was um i actually still have it on my laptop right now but Mm -hmm. um you had an ebook is that like something that you can that you want to continue to do is like give away ebooks um are you potentially thinking about selling them now that you have a bigger following? Like, um, I actually hate ebooks. Uh, <laughs> personally, like putting them together. Okay. I feel like, um, just like how people have their 
things about captions. Like, you know, people are always like, oh my God, I can't think of a caption. That's kind of how I am when it comes to like writing stuff down. It's like, what the fuck am I thinking? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I can't get the words out of my head onto this paper. Um, <laughs> and that's usually where I struggle the most. So like, if I can be in a situation like this, um, I feel a little bit more confident. And like, mm-hmm. even with emails, like the shit, it takes me Ooh. six hours to get like an email blast out because like, I'm trying to figure out what I'm- I've been working on hours for a long time. Yeah, so- Email is a whole different- I- Right, but it's, it's literally like, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do. It's just a matter of like getting it out. Right. And, and I feel like me doing like, um, video master classes, So like demos, um, or just where I'm like sitting and talking and educating in this way, I feel like I get a, like better results. Um, so maybe not eBooks, but more virtual, especially with like COVID. I feel like that is like the progressive, thing to do is go for more of the video aspect anyway yeah i've been thinking about it i um i'm not really comfortable with speaking on camera but um what i did notice that one of the options were was to do voiceover so um i'm thinking that maybe what i could do is just like record some videos like of, of me doing makeup and just my techniques and then doing like a voiceover and then putting that on a site where I can like sell it instead of me having face-to-face classes. So I'm just trying to get better at that. Um, yeah. Somebody recently stole my camera. One of the valet people recently stole my camera at this hotel. Well, one of these hotels. I, was, I don't know which one. want to be a YouTuber. I don't. <laughs> but why would you steal my camera? They, a, oh, my bad. No, go ahead. I have a couple questions. Um, so I think that no matter what industry people are in, makeup, hair, whatever, I think that everybody wants to be an influencer, right? Now, I don't, um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I do think it's it's like, like what is what are people doing wrong? You know what I'm saying? Is there something that you feel like? Because I feel like people are just thinking like, okay, if I just post every single day, you know, obviously that could do something for you but it does have to have some kind of value but what do you think like what do you think that people are missing with like trying to be an influencer you know versus just being this organic cool person like me well i have a formula so great content consistency and hashtags are that's the winner i feel like Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of times people miss one of those so either they are using really great hashtags and they have cool content, but they only post once a week. Or um, they have really cool content. Uh, they post every day. Well, or like, I don't know, because sometimes hashtags are spammy. Yeah, or like they're they're up and they're down. Mm-hmm. So like, you can have great content, be using hashtags, but there 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 might just be like one thing that's missing. I feel like that's, that's usually what happens with people is that they try to, for one, I feel like people try to do all of the things at once instead of like progressively going through the trials and tribulations or figuring it out as you go. Mm -hmm. Um, So either like following that formula doesn't work for them or Hey, or, um, sorry, y'all. <laughs> uh, or just like where they want all the answers right now. Mm-hmm. 
you know i feel like when you want to be an influencer like most influencers have had their instagram since fucking 2008 yeah, i don't even yeah. know instagram started but you know like yeah and gotten followers in an audience when it was like when people were not influencers you just exactly. i mean people had followers but it was no there was no method for where they were they were getting 600 likes back then now they're getting sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. right um and i feel like that is that is a part of the process so people want to be an influencer instantly even though instagram is is instant your your journey still got to take time right yeah you want real people to be looking at your stuff and to actually make decisions yeah because right. and that's one thing i see i see some people i don't really not you know i do want to get paid to be on the internet but i don't really care to be an influencer um that's not not necessarily a goal but you know obviously we'll ever get to a point where i'm like you know getting paid to influence <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but um but my question for you is do you feel like people because this is something i see a lot a lot of people everybody instagram has really empowered everybody to be a business owner i mean it takes nothing you you got a page you got right. pictures now you got a product but i i feel like the quality of the work just does not it's not always there you know what i'm saying it's like you can tell that y'all went on Canva, and i love Canva. i use Canva for our stuff but you went on there and you just took the template that you saw put some words in and boom, put it out. Or you can tell, like, I, this is what I be thinking. Would you, like when I see people who cook food and they post and the food don't look good, I be thinking, now think of the restaurant that sold you the same meal that you love. Would you buy this plate from that place? <laughs> and I see this a lot when people try to sell merch and products. I'm just like, would you, would you buy this if you saw this on the shelf? So my question to you is like, do you think um what like do you think that people should work on their audience before they start to sell something like what what is the, the a, a good tip for somebody who wants to like monetize their existence on the internet? Um, create authentically. I think a lot of people want to do what other people are doing. Yeah, so, oh, I mean, we see it a lot. Everybody be selling the same stuff for weeks. Everybody doing lashes. Everybody selling crops. So my thing selling- is like there is there is a a space for you. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in anything being oversaturated because just like Draco does makeup, I do makeup and we got millions of fucking makeup artists in the world, mm-hmm. but my audience loves the way I do makeup. Draco's yeah. audience loves the way he do he does makeup. And I feel like at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you are putting out content that you love. You know? Um, because People are either going to support it or they're not. Yeah. Right. And the moment you rely on those people to determine your success, which people are important, right? But you, if if you had this dream, you got to ride that way first. Yeah. And you, you got to push forward. So I feel like the moment that you tap into your, your confidence, your creativity, and just your purpose is when you come out on on top. You know, because like sometimes there there is no real answer yeah. for social media. It just varies, yeah, I agree. Right, and being an influencer. So it's like, if you just creating what you want and kind of letting the cards fall how they will, then I feel like at some point, it like I said, a tipping point. Yeah. If you're doing things that make sense for you and, you know, I do believe in manifestation. I believe in, you know, talking to God and, you know, obviously I can get off on that tip, but I'm not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I I just feel like 
there are so many variables outside of just doing it right. Yeah, no, I understand. Just, I agree. You meet the right people. Because I mean, like, even, even when it comes to, like, having a great audience that I know um, via the internet, I still have, like, people that I know in real life that will, you know, shout me out or, um, you know, like, that really do support me. And I feel like those people are important, too. I feel like you focus a lot on like the aesthetic of your page in general and the aesthetic of your business. Really? Um, yeah, because I mean, for me, when I look at your page, I think that was something that I picked up from you is just keeping everything looking like clean and consistent and looking inviting. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like um, one thing I do, I can't say about your page or your content is that it looks expensive it doesn't look cheap like I, I can look on certain artists page certain um boutiques pages and um musicians like whatever the case may be I can look on it and the way that they produce content the way that they um they post their stuff their graphics I mean everything like that it, it doesn't look convincing to me but see with yeah. yours I feel like you actually take time to 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 you you're know, right yeah like put it together and make sure that it looks a certain way so that people are invited you know they're like oh okay this i know she gotta charge a lot because this looks amazing you know so my question for you is um it's obviously important to pay attention to that type of stuff to invest time um you do this stuff yourself right all of it yes did you did somebody teach you how to do it no so you just learn. So you learn how to put all these graphics and everything together just by personal research. Yes. Okay. So I, well, I will, I will say that um, back in 2018, I had a friend. Um, her name is Mia Harden on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, she designed my website. So I think you know, watching her. Uh, I think even before I met Mia, I was into like designing graphics, um, but. I think she kind of made me realize that I could do it for myself. Yeah. But like when it comes to like video editing, um, cause I do all that stuff myself. I, yeah, it's just really been like, let me see how this shit gonna go together. Yeah, that's exactly what I do too. I just be like, let me just see. You let me just see. And I, and I feel like it's so funny that y'all say that. Like, I think before I was really concerned about the aesthetic of my page. Um, but now I just I realize that it's more so about me feeling good. Like I feel good when I see my model on a white wall for some reason. Yeah. When when I see that spotlight right behind her and it the face is given, like that's what makes me happy. So I feel like I try to be consistent with what makes me happy on my page. Cause I guess I don't really think too much about it being cohesive. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, because yeah. I'm, I, I've done both, so I've I've tried to do the curated page that was all pink and cute, and mm. I had this filler. Oh yeah, no. Right, I had this filler post right here and this filler post right here, and then I had a little splash of work. Um, but I feel like that was taken away from the the overall feel of. Well, I want people to feel something when they come to my page. I want people yeah. to be like, oh, let me go to your page. Let me see how I feel. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but no, I no like I wanna be I want somebody to come to my page and be like, 
I have been on this page for literally hours. Yeah, just looking at stuff. You know, I know exactly what you mean. This, right. this page is a vibe. I ain't gonna lie. It's the lighting. It's the lighting for me. Yeah, like, honestly, for real, Terry has really like helped me step up my game when it comes to just my the way I take photos, the type of shit that I post on my page, my logos. Um, I mean, the video editing, even though I suck at editing, editing <laughs> videos or just making videos in general, I feel like the stuff that I do know, I got it from you. Really? I got it from, I mean, cause I didn't know none of this stuff, like for real. And, um, like I even know how to use my phone better when it's when it come to taking pictures. I ask you a lot of stuff. I'm pretty sure, you know, I'll text you at one in the morning. Like, listen, I, how listen, do you do this? I got a video that I need to edit it. Yeah, I'm like, how you do this? Because my thing is, when I put it there, like, do you think I should put a song right here? Do I do it this way, slow mode? Should I add it on the timeline now? Should I put a picture in between it? What about the logo? Like, I, I didn't know. I was confused about a lot of stuff. Like, you even taught me how to put um, just logos on my actual pictures. Like, right. to, I ain't know well, how to you do know, that's, I feel like that's a real game changer for a lot of makeup artists is just knowing the power that we hold in our hands. Like, I feel like a lot of makeup artists want to work with the biggest photographers and they want to work with the biggest artists, but they are not using their own devices to their advantage, you know? So it ends up being this constant battle of, I don't know how to create content. Yeah, when your iPhone literally will do it all. It will. I literally did a photo shoot the other day on my phone. I took headshots for my department and my and my job on my phone. Yeah, it has a 4K camera. You uh, a real 4K camera is gonna cost you a couple thousand dollars. And and don't let me pull out the editing apps with the filters. It's giving professional. <laughs> Add a little grain I, I, on I, it. Add a little grain. A little a little grain. Yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet. That's what I'm saying. What it what it we before you got into this this area of business, you were like, what did you want to do? Has it always been makeup? Like, has it always been teaching? Like, how did you decide? Because I think what you do, you do it well. So I'm just trying to understand how did you end up in this uh this not this trap? I'm about to say this trap. Oh. So so it's giving story time. Um, okay, so and I fell in love with makeup in like 2011, 2012. That was when like YouTube tutorials was booming, like the girls, uh, Aaliyah J, Jackie Ina, Makeup Shayla. Like, I was watching YouTube faithfully. Aaliyah J had me um, concealing my brows were white. My lips was ashy. Um, it was, it was. I didn't know Aaliyah J was a makeup influencer. I thought she was one of those, like, people from the YouTube couples. I just, I see her on the Shade Room teens, and so I just assumed she was. Not the Shade Room teens. But no, like, she, yeah, she's been doing makeup for a long time. Um, Jackie Anna, too. But, so, that's when I fell in love with it. But um, I thought I was just going, you know, be a YouTuber. I ended up going to school. Um, I went to the University of West Georgia, 2014. Oh, that's when I graduated um, from college. Oh, that when you went? Oh, yeah. I was like, that's when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so I ended up, you know, going to school. I thought I was going to be a makeup artist. Then my stepmom ended up getting me, like, some brushes and a little palette from Amazon for $49.99. Um um, so it wasn't until late 2016, I was broke in college. Of course, you know, 
because uh, that's what college gives. Uh, and I ended up going home doing makeup for a family friend, posting it to my Instagram in the makeup kiosk. And at this time, I had like 300 followers on my like makeup page. That was that was old Terry. Old Terry had a makeup page, a personal page. I, I don't got time for that now. Um, but yeah, so a makeup kiosk ended up liking the picture that I posted, and the makeup kiosk ended up being at the school at the mall near my school, which is in Arbor which was Arbor Place Mall in Douglasville, um, which also meant that I only worked there for a month because like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing faces. I probably did maybe two faces while I was there. I was arching brows and doing individual lashes that was falling off by the next day. And I knew it. I was like, if you want it, you can have it, but it ain't going to stay. Um, but yeah, so that was me. No, literally. So January, 31st, 2017, I decided to start my own business, which was called Make Me Fabulous. I ended up going into like, so basically I wanted to expand my reach when it came to my makeup, especially because like, I'm a makeup girl, but I don't wear makeup like that. Like the girls on campus was what was coming to school in class beat and I wasn't. So I was like, okay, we got to go a different route. Okay. So I graduated in 2018, came back to Atlanta and I really will say that, like, I am here because of the people that support me, you know, like other makeup artists. So, like, I remember having a conversation with Draco. I think it was, I think it was you, Draco. Um, I think Marquise was there. I can't remember if Cherie was there or not. But we had went to this, um, like, spa place. They had, like, a grand opening or something. Um, I don't know if you remember this. Oh, the guy, the... Uh, <laughs> At Julius. Julius, yeah. Yeah. So we had a conversation after that event and y'all were basically like telling me that I I can go ahead and raise my prices. Cause I think at the time I was like at $85. Um, and I feel, <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's moments like that where you guys kind of looked after me. Um, especially because like, I'm, I'm younger than everybody. Like all my friends are like, 31 and up. Watch it. Right. And what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? It's nothing wrong with it. And that's, you know, that's what I appreciate about you guys because I feel like, you know, some old, I'm not going to call you old heads, but you know, you know, some old heads, they don't like to share information. They don't like to see people get better. And I feel like, you know, you Draco, you know this. No, no, no. I I can, I know exactly what you're talking about because I experienced that too. Right. Especially in the beauty community, there are artists who want to see you fail. I haven't experienced that. And I am so thankful to say that I haven't. Like everybody who has rooted for me from the beginning has rooted for me up until now. So yeah, I will say that that's, that's a part of my journey for sure. I definitely experienced that. Like, um, when I first started doing makeup, I started in 2009 professionally. Like, two, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like two, two, 2009, 2010, I ended up auditioning for um, Glam Bar, which was a popular salon at the time. And let me tell you something. I had three foundations in that kit, okay? Three or four. Oh, baby. I had some little cheap concealers. Like, it was literally nothing in that box. And I was working out of a kit. So, working out of a what? You broke up. A sewing kit. Oh, a sewing kit. Like I had a box, like an old school sewing kit box, and I emptied it out and just put makeup in there. Oh my gosh! 
decorated it with fabric paint and stickers. So when I was coming in, when I came first started doing makeup, the people who were already makeup artists, these are people who have been in the industry at this time about 10 years. They had well-established careers. Um, they were like 10 years older than me. Like, I'm just so happy to just be a part of the community. You know what I'm saying? Me coming right. into this because at the time, makeup art, makeup artists wasn't really like a popular job. Like, that was just something that you saw people doing at the mall. Like, you go to the mall, go to the sun and see somebody get their eyebrows arched or whatever the case may be. But I don't know what it is about them people. They were so fucking rude to me. Like, I would just ask them, like, little things, you know, just to try to better my skill. And they act like they didn't want to tell me. Right. You know what I'm saying? They act like they want to tell me nothing. They were just basically bashing me because I was way younger than them. And um, they was just like saying like, oh, you don't know nothing. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, obviously I don't. I'm actually telling you I don't know stuff. I'm trying to actually get, you know. It's not like I'm, I'm walking around here thinking that I know everything. That would be different. But I'm literally sitting here asking for help. It was only one makeup artist, Jeremy Dale. I will never forget. I, I did. I somehow finessed and jugged my way to a fucking video shoot. Okay. Love to see it. I don't know how I got here. I don't, Cause I don't. I don't. I had five things in my box. I don't. How did I get here? Don't know. So it was Travis Porter, um, video shoot. And okay, I, you really snuck into a good video shoot at that. That's what I'm saying. Like this was this was the time, okay? Right. It was like Travis Porter, and I think like um it was somebody on the song with him. But anywho, I had to do some of the background girls. Mm-hmm. And so um one of the girls, um I was they they set me with her. So the guy Jeremy, he had an assistant with him, and she was doing somebody too. Do you not know this girl looked at my kid, frowned, laughed at it. She was like, girl, what is that? Like, looking at my stuff. She was just looking at it like, girl, oh, my God. So when I got done with my model, the girl loved her makeup so much. Like, she loved it. Her model was like, I told you not to put pink lipstick on me. You did it anyway. Like, she was going crazy. So I started laughing at her. Because I'm like, girl, not you just tried to give me too much about my kid, and then your model don't even like your the makeup as you did. So right. So Jeremy came over. He was like, this looks so good. What did you use? And he was like, what did you use under the eye? And I told him, he was like, well, you need to set it. He was like, so what happens is if you don't put no powder on top of it, it's going to melt off. Like, he's literally helping me. He even let me use some of his powder. I'm like, wow, it's actually nice people out here. So every time I see him, I tell him that. Because I'm like, I would have never known that you're supposed to put setting powder on top of concealer if it wasn't for him. It's little stuff like that that's just like, that's important. That it, that's important. So I try to be that person to other people because I know how that shit felt like to just not have somebody there to just like at least just ask questions. Like it's not I'm I'm literally coming to you in the most humble way to try to ask like little stuff here and there. But I, I ain't asked you to give me the whole recipe. I just asked a little one too. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I've been there. And and just how you said them lashes coming off them individuals. I used to hate doing individuals. And I used to do it with oh hair glue. Oh my gosh. Literally hate it. I did it with hair glue. And, and then like the girls who've been doing makeup for a minute, they just try to flex and be like, oh, we we do ours under. Do you do your uh, individuals under uh-huh. on top? I'm like, I do mine on top. And they be like, uh-uh, baby, you need to do them under. Oh, under? Literally like. They was really like, doing that? Yes. Like they was taking. Oh, no, ma'am. They was taking the tweezers. And they would like glue it under so that way when you close your eyes, you don't see the glue line. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. 
They was doing it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't mean to shift the topic, but I have some more questions. Um, yeah. Can you explain, Terry, what it means to like really monetize your work? Like, obviously, people are following you because they like what you do, but how do you how do you turn that into income? I do this thing in my captions where I point out the things that I love about my my work, right? And I have people in the comments like, "Bitch, me too." <laughs> and I feel like at that point, I've just made a connection. So I feel like the moment you can make a connection, maybe that's my answer. The moment you can make a connection for someone um, where, where they can not only envision themselves in, you know, your, your makeup, but also envision themselves meeting you. Like there are, there are layers to content. And I feel like with mine, I have to, I got to let you know that you're supposed, you're supposed to be right here in my chair. <laughs> period okay and that's and I feel like that's how I monetize it is really just letting people know that like and and I feel like a lot of times we want to scream book me book book me right now right link in bio link in bio and that's literally every caption but the moment I say oh my gosh I love doing this smoky I look um even though Sanaya, and I'm just using one of the models or clients that I work with, even though Sanaya is a little bit brighter, she looks perfect in it. And that would literally, like, I feel like trigger something in someone's brain that says, like, oh my gosh, I'm lighter. I want a smoky eye. Let me go sit in her chair. Were you ever nervous to start to offer services that people have to pay for? Like, do you ever feel I, like- Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. Like, um, so my my best friend from high school, her, her name was Monet. Well, she's still alive, of course. I'm thinking like, dang, what happened to my mom? Yeah. Um, but we're, we just know each other. So, you know, like you, people grow apart. But yeah, um, she was the makeup artist. Like that was her thing. And um, very funny enough, like she was really good friends with the makeup artist that I work with now. Her name is B for Beauty. So she will always come back and tell me like, oh my gosh, B, you know, we was planning makeup today. I'm like, oh, okay, cute. Um, I'm playing <laughs> makeup. Cute. But I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be no makeup artist. And you can ask anybody I know that that just was. I just did not want to do that. It's just funny how everything kind of worked out. What it? What is it that you want to do in the long run? Like, obviously, you you. One thing about it, you got class content for days. Is that? Is it? Do you have plans to elevate that? Do you want to tour, or where do you see your brand over the next couple of years? Post panty. Post panty, post panoramic. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> so, on like honestly, guys, in the middle of quarantine, I was like, I'm not going back to doing makeup. Really? Oh, I, just by teaching, you want to teach more? I just want to teach more because the way I made money for my bed with summer school, I said I don't know if I ever want to go back to being in a ghetto. Well, my friend Michaela, she's a hairstylist. She was like, and you finna you finna just give up your your play money. And I was like, you're absolutely right. So, yeah, but if you're not feeling if you're not well, I don't know, but I can't speak for you, but I feel like when you start to grow more, like for example, when I think about easy jobs that I had and in the job I do now, even though it might be more difficult, it does make me more money. So it's like if I start doing those old jobs, it's like I'm not even attracted. I'm not even excited about it anymore. I can't even put my all into it because it's like I could be doing this instead. 
Absolutely. See, I don't know. I always thought about that. If I started another business or started to do something else, would I like want to stop doing makeup? But honestly, I would be. I wouldn't even be happy because even days where I'm like I'm tired of makeup because I had those days where I just don't even want to think about makeup, look at makeup. When I get I get overwhelmed with makeup sometimes, and I just don't even want to talk about it because I legit have to do it all day. You know what I'm saying? Like I've committed to this so much that it's like. Even when I'm not really in the mood to create something, I have to do it because this is my full time job. And what now that and I I book something that I that I have to be there for all day. And in my head, I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I'm getting paid to do this. I have to go because I gotta pay my bills, you know. And I, so I like have those. those days, but then I'm like, damn, I'm gonna really get tired of this one day. And then I'll be what looking at something like I watch TV and I'm like, damn, I want to do that on somebody. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> same and I feel like that's I feel like that's the best part for me is like where those virtual classes kicked in um because like on the front end of my virtual class because okay so you know in September I did two so mm-hmm. with those two combined on the front end I made maybe like 2k and then once I decided to resell them I made four so that's six total and just from your bed And I think for me, or even like with summer school, I think that was four. Um, And that helped me move out of my mom's house. Um, Period. You know? But honestly, I feel like supplementing my income is absolutely the, the way to go. Like, Especially because I get burned out. You know how that, y'all know how that is. Like where you are just creating, 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 doing, doing, doing. And it's like, okay, so I am ready to jump off this bridge. Let's let's go. Actually, let's go back to pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, I had 17 clients for that month. Right? So that was what, March. June and July had 38. Oh, damn. Or I think it was August, September. So August, September, I had 38. And even had 38 in the midst of doing two virtual classes. I couldn't breathe for a minute. I was so excited to be doing it, but I had to take two weeks off because... No, I, I get that. At least you get that too sometimes. Like we be talking about our jobs all the time, just how I'm like frustrated. Like I get frustrated. And when I get frustrated with my job, I get frustrated with everything and everybody. And I don't want to do nothing. Like I just... Just leave me alone. Like, like, give me a breather. Let me just chill. Let me get my mind right. Because if I'm not focused, especially on my main thing, there's no way that I'm even thinking about doing anything else because I can't even focus on this. So what am I, I can't like, and I feel like my life just requires so much from people sometimes like, ah, Aries, I'm just like, Jesus. Um, Do you have anything you want to ask Draco? Um, yes, I do have um, something I want to ask you, Teriana. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have a Black business, business of the week? Um, of course I do. So I want to shout out. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I just called into the radio. <laughs> yeah, come on. You did. I request the song. <laughs> um, but I want to shout out Girl Next Door. Um, it is a, <clears throat> a, women's, a women's boutique. Um, I literally shop with them all the time. They get a lot of my money. Um, Sanaya, the owner, is also one of my really good clients. 
Um, and literally the moment, since the moment I met Sanaya, it's been like this. Like, she comes to me for makeup. I go to her boutique for clothes. Um, is it like an in-store boutique or is it online? Oh, it's online. Okay. Yeah, it's online, but they have such cute stuff. Like, I bought a rumper from them, like this, like, sweater rumper. Mm. Talk about taking off two days so I don't have to come out of it. (laughs) Because you couldn't get out of it or because it was comfortable? Oh, it was comfortable. It was (laughs) like, okay, so let me go ahead and cancel her. Dang. I can sit here and watch Christmas movies. No, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously, like, what a full circle moment. Why you say that? Because y'all shouted me out. You shouted me out on, on that one episode. Um, and now it's my turn. Hey. Pay it forward. We need to talk uh, about how you did make up with Stacey Abrams. And um, you made a post about that saying it was because of hashtags, right? Yes. Um, really? Yes. I didn't, you didn't, I didn't know that. So what I think happened is um, some brands like Target, Good Morning America, um, Staples, I don't know. They hi- they hire out for people to find professionals to get a job done. So basically, mm-hmm. Good Morning America hired a company to find a makeup artist for um, this thing for Stacey Abrams. So I get an email and in the like subject is like GMA times Terry. And I'm like, oh, this is some sex trafficking stuff. They <laughs> 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 to get me. So I'm like hyperventilating almost, especially because like that was back in 2019 and 2019 was such a hard year for me. So I ended up after the gig, I was like, so how did you guys find me? Because there's no way that my name is just floating around at ABC. Like there's no way. Yeah. Um, and she obviously, you know, was a black girl, which, you know, that speaks to the importance of having, you know, people that look like us in positions to employ us. Um, but she was like, you know, I, I went through so many makeup artists page and I feel like when I came to your page, there were black women who were in soft faces and would really fit the aesthetic that Stacey Abrams already has. Um, and so, yeah, and you know, that opportunity, that one opportunity led to me working with Stacey Abrams for about four or five months. Um, and then COVID hit. So we did the cover of Atlanta magazine together. We did Rolling Stone together. We were supposed to do L right before COVID hit, but obviously COVID hit. Um, (laughs) <laughs> All right, so let's wrap this episode, y'all. If y'all are listening right now, hopefully um, by the time this episode drops, that means um, merch comes out in two days. Get your coins ready. Um, don't buy no gifts for your family, but do buy Odie Podcast merchandise. Um, follow okay. us on Instagram for all your updates. The links will be available on Friday. We got shirts, hoodies, mugs, and uh, sweaters. I mean, uh, sweaters, yeah. Hold yeah, on. so holla at your girl, holla at your world. Terry, where can they find you on social media? Um, you guys can find me at the fabulous dot t so t h e f a b u l o u s s dot t and I think that's on all platforms. Don't follow me on Twitter unless you ready. 
<laughs> okay and i will put your information in the episode notes um yeah so everybody fought check out fabulous tears a reason why she's black business of the week and a guest on the show this week Ooh, all right y'all thank you for listening to this week's episode of od podcast see you next week bye